Welcome to Rama for Today. I remember that, uh, you see, Jesus gave you this verse here, James 4, 7, one of the verses he gave me, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Now, you know, in a general sense, we know what the word flee, F-L-W-E, means. And I did. Yet right on the other end, my spirit, on the inside of me, my spirit seemed to tell me that there was a significance to this word flee. And so I remember I, I began to look it up in different dictionaries. And finally I found one of these great big old dictionaries about a foot thick. And I looked it up in it, and I finally found what I was looking for. I see how the Spirit was leading me. And I found the expression there because there's a whole page or two that used the word flee and to flee in it. And, and one expression, to flee, it said, one definition was means to flee means to run from as in terror. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on the Believer's Authority. More next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Now, Matthew records, and this is the first scripture that Jesus gave to me. First of all, Matthew is the first witness. Matthew, the 28th chapter, when Jesus arose from the dead there, you know, Matthew 28, 18, Jesus said, all power or authority is given unto me, both in heaven and in earth. Now, the Greek word, I knew this, translated power means authority. What Jesus actually said is all authority is given unto me both in heaven and in earth. Now, he said, if you stop reading there, Jesus said to me in this vision, then you would say, well, now, dear Lord Jesus, you do have authority on earth. You could have done something because it said right here that all authority in heaven and in earth was given unto you. But he said, you see, I immediately delegated my authority on the earth to the church. I immediately Turn that over to them. You see, I immediately said to them, go ye into all the world. Hallelujah. Matthew said, teach all nations. Mark said, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. He that believeth not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow them that believe. One of the very first signs was that they'd exercise authority over the devil. My name, they'll cast out devils. They'll speak with new tongues. And right on down the line, they'll lay hands on the sick and shall recover. Well, the very first sign that would follow any believer, not just some preacher or somebody, but any believer is, in my name, they'll cast out devils. Now, he is simply saying that believers will have authority over the devil. That's what he's saying. They'll break the power of the devil over their lives and over the lives of their loved ones. You see, you've got power and authority in your own household. You can't just go out promiscuously breaking the power of the devil over any and everybody's life because you don't have that authority. But you do have authority in your own life. You do have authority in your own household. Can you understand that? Now, they were to be free from the enemy because they will exercise authority over him. Now, who is it that's going to cast out devils? Who is it that's going to exercise authority over the devil? Believers are. They're going to pray God and God will do it? No, they are. They're going to pray that Jesus do it? No, they'll do it. Now, notice it concluded by saying they'll lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Well, we don't pray, God, lay your hands on the sick. No, he said, you lay hands on them and they'll recover. We don't pray, Jesus, lay hands on the sick. No, you lay hands on them. 
Well, if you're going to do the laying on of hands, then you're going to do the exercise of authority over the devil because it said, they shall cast out devils. They shall lay hands on the sick. We don't say, God, now you speak with other tongues. No, you do the talking with other tongues. God doesn't. We don't say, now, I'm going to pray that Jesus will speak with other tongues. Well, no, we don't pray Jesus speak with other tongues. It said believers would speak with other tongues. You do the talking, isn't that right? Well, then why would you pray that God would cast out devils then? When he said you do the talking tongues, you do the laying on of hands, uh, and, and you do the speaking with tongues, and you do the casting out devils. See what I mean? Not God, you do it. Not Jesus, you do it. Are you still out there? You're going home. Can't you see that? Can't you see that? Amen. Now, you don't pray, as I said, that Jesus will lay hands on the sick. Because he said, they believers will lay hands on the sick and shall recover. Amen. You do it. You lay hands on the sick. Because, you see, you're exercising the authority that God gave you. He authorized you to lay hands on the sick. Hallelujah. Same way with dealing with demons and evil spirits. Now, so you see, first of all, Jesus said himself, as Matthew and Mark records, Jesus said after his resurrection, after his death, burial, and resurrection, just before that he ascended on high to sit down at the right hand of the Father where he ever liveth to make intercession for us, that all authority is given unto me both in heaven and earth, but he delegated that authority on the earth to the church. Oh, if we ever wake up and realize our authority and take advantage of it, great things will happen. Now, the next reference he gave me was James 4, 7. James chapter 4, verse 7. We're talking about the authority that the believer has. We're talking about exercising this authority. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. James 4, 7. Now, here's what Jesus said to me in that vision. He said, every writer then, he, first he gave the scripture here where he had delegated the authority on the earth to the church. Then he said, every person, every apostle that wrote letters to the church, every single time told them to do something about the devil. Now why? Because they've got the authority to do it. Hallelujah. Resist the devil and he'll flee from you. James is writing to the church. We know he is because he said, is any sick among them called for the elders of the church? The church, didn't he? All right, he said, resist the devil, James 4, 7, and he'll flee from you. Now, a fellow had the audacity to come to me and said, now, Brother Egan, I heard you quote that scripture. He knew where it's found, James 4, 7. Resist the devil, and he'll flee from you. But he said, I did it, but said he didn't leave. I said, now the Lord will forgive you for lying if you'll repent. <laughs> Don't you come whining to me and tell me you resist the devil and he didn't leave, because if you do, I'm going to tell you exactly that you're a liar. Because if he didn't leave, then the Bible lied. If the Bible lied, then God lied. If God lied, then there is no God. Then there is no heaven. Then there is no hell. No, just settle on it. The Bible's true. And if for some reason it didn't work, you didn't work it. Are you listening to me? Because God's word never fails. All right, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. You is the understood subject of the sentence. James, I like to put it this way, the Holy Spirit through the Apostle James said, you resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Well, you couldn't resist him if you didn't have the authority to do it. That's what Jesus said to me. And of course, you do have the authority. That's the reason he told you to resist him. And he'll flee from you. Now, notice that James did not say, 
pray to God so that he will resist the devil for you. We're great ones trying to get somebody else to do something for us. No, he didn't say pray to God and God will resist the devil. You're supposed to resist the devil. He doesn't say that he'll flee from Jesus. He said, resist the devil and he'll flee from Jesus. No, he said he'll flee from you. He'll flee from you. You see, the authority is yours. Now, here's where we fail. is because you say, well, I just don't feel like I've got that authority. Feeling hadn't got anything to do with it. I said feeling hadn't got anything to do with it. It's what God's Word said. That's the thing that counts. You see, our faith should not be in how we feel. Our faith should be in what God's Word said. Hallelujah to Jesus. That authority is yours whether you feel like it or not. It's yours. Hallelujah. But you must exercise it. Nobody else can exercise that authority for you. Jesus can't. God can't. The Holy Ghost can't. He can help you, but he can't do it. I can't. You must do it. We use the illustration this morning about the policeman. You know, you've seen him just hold up his hand, stop the traffic. Well, he might not feel like doing it, but he just goes ahead and does it, and authority works, whether he feels like it or not. Amen. You know, we went out to lunch today, and when we turned in to go to where we were going to eat, there's a policeman there, you know, and he motioned, holding, just holding up his hand. That's all he did, just held up his hand. All these cars come the other way, stopped, and we turned to the left, right in front, because he motioned us on. And when we came out of that place after we had eaten, we ran a stop sign because the policeman told us to. But we didn't have the authority to run that stop sign without him motioning us on. He is holding this traffic bike and just motioning us on, see? And we just went, never stopped, never tired a bit. We went right through that stop sign, just went right on, you see. He had the authority to do that. Well, what if you said, yeah, I don't feel like it today. I'm just not up to par. No, the authority's there. No matter how he feels, the authority is there. The authority doesn't rest on his power, his strength, or his ability. That authority rests on the power that's behind the situation. And blessed be God, it's the power of God and the authority of God, God the Father, and God the Lord Jesus Christ, and the very throne of God that's behind this. Let's recognize that. Hallelujah to Jesus. And start exercising what belongs to us. Now, I remember that... Uh, you see, Jesus gave you this verse here, James 4, 7, one of the verses he gave me, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Now, you know, in a general sense, we know what the word flee, F-L-W-E, means. And I did. Yet right on the other end, my spirit, on the inside of me, my spirit seemed to tell me that there was a significance to this word flee. And so I remember I, I began to look it up in different dictionaries. And finally, I found one of these great big old dictionaries about a foot thick. And I looked it up in it, and I finally found what I was looking for. I see how the Spirit was leading me. And I found the expression there because there's a whole page or two that uses the word flee and to flee in it. And, and one expression, to flee, it said, one definition was, means to flee means to run from as in terror. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find out more from our online bookstore with great materials from Kenneth E. Hagan and Pastor Hagan and the rest of the Hagan family. I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. The first is Kenneth E. Hagan's slimline book entitled Casting Your Cares on the Lord. 
Next is Kenneth Hagen's CD entitled, The Prison Doors Are Open. Also, Kenneth Hagen's book, How to Live Worry-Free. And last but not least, Lynette Hagen's CD, Do I Really Have to Forgive? All these resources are for the special price of $25. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Well, Living Faith Conference. We're going to be in Hayward, California, January the 22nd through the 24th. That's a Sunday night through a Tuesday night. Heart of the Bay Christian Center, Pastors Mark and Brenda Thomas. Uh, You can go to rhema.org slash LFC for all all the the details. Yes. Now we're going to drop down to Southern California at Marietta and uh, January the 25th through the 27th. That's Wednesday night through Friday night at West Coast Life Church with Pastors Ray Jean and Beth Wilson. We are so excited to be able to get out. We haven't seen our friends in California for a couple, three years now. And we're so excited to get back out there. Hey, if you're in either one of those areas up in Northern California, there, Hayward's there in the Bay Area. That's where Hayward's at. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Marietta's down in Southern California and what they call the Los Angeles area. But uh, we... We would be glad to see you. So, hey, come out and see us. If you have friends, let them know about it, okay? Yes. Tomorrow, more from Kenneth E. Hagan on the Believer's Authority. If you'd like, you can visit our online bookstore at rhema.org. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan.